Seattle's Morning News. This is Dave Ross with Colleen O'Brien. Look at this. California, inspired by the Texas abortion law, decides to apply the same concept to gun control. Let's consult with former State Attorney General Rob McKenna, our conversation sponsored by Madrona Financial Services. So the idea is that California would grant a potential bounty to someone who does what about guns? It would allow a private citizen to sue an illegal gun manufacturer. So a ghost gun manufacturer or the manufacturer of uh, assault weapons that come into California in violation of California state law. Uh, The idea of allowing private citizens to sue is modeled exactly on the Texas law that allows private citizens to sue abortion providers who they believe have violated Texas abortion ban. It was heard in U.S. District Court in California, and it was struck down, which Newsom knew would happen. He was trying to pick a fight in court, and it will go up to the Ninth Circuit next, but he wants and expects a court ruling striking down a law that infringes on people's Second Amendment rights by allowing private citizens to sue gun manufacturers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I suppose potentially, you know, other people could be sued as well. But this is really targeting a lot. This is really about lawsuits against gun makers and people who bring guns into the state illegally. Uh, if it's if it's struck down because private citizens can't have this right uh, to, you know, chill the constitutional rights of gun owners, then the analog would be, you know, you can't go after someone for providing an abortion if abortion is still legal. So he was hoping it would be struck down as a precedent Uh, against the Texas abortion law. Well, he knew it was a possibility that it would be struck down. And if it it was struck down, we'll see what happens in the Ninth Circuit. But then it would create a precedent for challenging the Texas measure. Of course, the Texas measure was adopted before Dobbs came out and eliminated uh, the federal constitutional right to an abortion. So I'll be interested to see how the Texas measure stands up, contrast what's happened in Dobbs to the U.S. Supreme Court's upholding Second Amendment rights. So those are stronger than ever under the Supreme Court. The other issue that's uh, apparently going to be before the Supreme Court is what responsibility social media has to moderate content and what the limits are on it. So uh, who's suing here? Well, here we have two tech industry trade associations suing to overturn new laws in Texas and Florida, which would limit or restrict the ability of the big internet platforms to moderate content, you know, to remove content that they think is uh, uh, propaganda, that it's make that it makes false claims. So the, the reason for these laws is that conservatives in Texas and Florida believe that the social media companies discriminate against conservative viewpoints and use content moderation as a cover for taking down conservative views from their websites. A few weeks ago, you and I talked about two other cases involving content on these websites, the Gonzalez v. Google case and the case involving Twitter. In those cases, 
The issue is whether or not Google and Twitter can be sued because they allowed information on their websites, which the plaintiffs believe led to their loved ones being harmed. For example, Ms. Gonzalez was killed uh, in one of the Paris shootings. Did their algorithms drive, you know, ISIS supporters to look at ISIS related videos? So that's one side of the coin. The other side of the coin is Section 230's protection of social media platforms for their decisions to remove content. So when they moderate content and they take, you know, take content off, can they be held liable? Well, Texas and Florida are trying to stop them from doing that. So does Section 230 preempt those those state laws or does Section 230 guarantee, as I think it does, and it was originally intended to do, does it guarantee that these platforms have a right to remove content under their content moderation policies? So these platforms are being sued over what they choose to put up and over what they choose to take down. They would be sued if they took content down in violation of the Texas and Florida laws. So they aren't being sued for that yet, but the Texas and Florida laws would set them up for liability if they removed content, which under those laws was viewed as censorship. I think that Section 230 will continue to be modified by Congress. It's already happened in the case of human trafficking. Backpage.com was using Section 230 as a shield to get away with facilitating trafficking of young girls, underage girls. So I I think, you know, Congress will continue to look at ways to modify Section 230, ways that I think will result in more content moderation. But the tricky part is, can the platforms also be regulated under a revised Section 230 to prevent them from censoring views they simply don't agree with? These social media platforms have become hugely important as public forums for people to exchange views and to express their opinions. And if the people who own them and run them don't happen to like certain kinds of views, can they be regulated and and not allowed to censor views that are First Amendment protected? Former State Attorney General Rob McKenna. Rob, thanks very much. Thanks, Dave. 